Well, at least you have a lot of kids who are going to be helping take care of you in our old age, right? So we got all these yeah. par- pairs of grandkids. That'll yeah. be, that'll yeah, be five and six girl. for me. Get That's crazy. Yeah. No Abigail Diamond or. Uh, oh, I know, like man. That. Hope it's something like that, you know. Yeah. Meat hook sodomy. That would be a good name for a child. <laughs> yeah. Blaze. <laughs> Blaze Bailey. <laughs> right. <laughs> I am born this day. <laughs> we'll do a whole opera about a baby being born. <laughs> I Broadway, see up my mom's vagina. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. you missed a good show at four o'clock, man. I know, uh, man. Yeah. So we just talked about uh, cannabis a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just a lot of cannabis talk. All right. Well, hey, uh, we are ready for Slugfest number two. Chop, if you are ready to go, man. I'm ready to roll, brother. All right, let's do it. Hi, guys and girls. Congratulations, you found heavy metal horror. Enjoy. I am Montag, Mass Revolution. What goes up must come down, but not always. Hey, this is Chop Top. Keep this one heavy because it's going to feel like being born again on the Seven Star. Rock on. That was cheesy. Dreadbull. <laughs> and Dreadbull knows something about cheese. <laughs> and you are watching and listening to Heavy, Heavy Metal. Oh, kitties. Yes. If you're still with us after last week's amazing show about cannabis, welcome to the family. Um, Well, you know, um, tonight we are returning to a uh, pretty fun format. Slugfest! Slugfest! Yes. Tonight we are pitting two albums from the same band against one another. 1983's Born Again, and 1986's Seventh Star. Now, if you don't know, those uh, both Black Sabbath albums. <laughs> was that Dreadbull? Did you fart? No, when I not, said Seventh Star. No, no offense. Really? I guess he's already got his vote in, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could say in this corner. Oh, you know, I forgot to do the voice. I forgot to do uh, the voice. <clears throat> Hailing from this corner from San Francisco. No, no, that was, that was from the last time. I got my notes right. Come on. There we go. Okay. I do know that Born Again is from 1983, and it's 40 minutes and 40 seconds. And Seventh Star is from 1986. It's 35 minutes and two seconds. So there we go. Um, But I have to say, off the bat, if we're going to start, I think we have to say. Born Again wins a bonus round for having one of the best album covers of all time. I just want to start off the show with that. And on the flip sure. side, yeah. <laughs> I knew it was a bad sign when, when you look at the cover art for Seventh Star and it's just <laughs> one freaking dude standing in a desolate landscape all at by night, himself yeah. like he's the only member of the band, you know, standing there. It's not even a good picture of the guy. No. Had a bad Black Sabbath featuring said lone right. band member. So I'm like, ooh. Yeah, wearing okay, a jacket. You yeah. just stand there wearing a jacket. Yeah. It's the it's, well, it doesn't inspire confidence that no, that, no. That you know, album cover. Let's, 
let's tell our listeners up front that Seven Star was actually supposed to be, as much as you probably already know, a solo album for Tony Iommi. I think it was record label pressure, though, made him still put the Black Sabbath name featuring mm -hmm. Tony Iommi. Yeah. So uh, it, it definitely, you know, uh, I love both albums, but so this is going to be a hard one for me, uh, personally, because I got two of my favorite singers of all time in there. And uh, I, I just like a lot of the music on there. Um, but we'll get we'll dive deeper into that. And, and yeah. as far as uh, another fun fact about Born Again, is a fact that Ian Gillen, when he first saw the cover art of that, he threw up. It made him sick. <laughs> <laughs> Literally sick. That's a good story. Uh, I don't yeah, know if that's true or not, but that's a good story, man. Yeah. That cover's yeah, awesome. That is best. I want it is. I know. I, I, that's a shirt, man. That is like a poster. That is a that is a shirt. That's like the one of the best. I actually <laughs> actually used that when we did our top ten album covers of all time with Sorcerer when they were with us. Remember that? our top yeah. ten? No, was it? No, no, it was with Vic. I don't. Was the Sorcerer with us? With no, Vic. it was just uh, it was the Vic. Mm -hmm. And we did our top ten album covers. That was one of my picks. Um, born again. Well, yeah. I'll say I'll say up front as well. So I'm going to lean on your Sabbath knowledge, Chop Top, because Sabbath isn't a band that I've like followed closely their entire career. Not like a Maiden or something where I'm there for every every release. So you know, you you know enough of, of Sabbath just you know being a metalhead and it gets played everywhere. So uh, yeah, I wasn't honestly not very familiar with either one of these albums. So these were mostly first true top to bottom listens for both of these nice. albums you know yeah here's smatterings here and there but uh I, I don't think i'd ever sat down and listen to these so you know i'm probably losing metal cred as as i speak but that's just just where i'm at so these are uh, these are kind of early like mostly first impressions of, of this stuff so that's ah. where i'm coming from <clears throat> that'll be interesting all right yeah. And I fall in between the two of you. I'm, I'm not the fan that Chop Top is, but I've listened to him enough uh, to to know which one I I dig more. But um, yeah, I think that's that's all we'll say about it. So I think we should go to uh, round one now. Well, here's the, what the cool thing is, guys. I found a nice uh, boxing bell sound. Nice. We're going ding ding between <laughs> each uh, one. So let's hear it for round one. And. It'll chime. It'll be nice. We didn't. We didn't hear it on our. No, we didn't hear. Fortunately, no, no. It's it's all taken care of in post because that's where the magic happens. Okay, all the magic and all the magic, We're right? The, yeah, none of this. Right. None of this yeah. means anything until I put it together for public oh. consumption. Right? <laughs> Who's got to put in the intro <laughs> and the Excuse bumper me. and the yeah. music? You yeah. guys are shit. Yeah, no, come on now. We no. we know. Um, <laughs> So All I've right. got my scorecard. I've got, I got my scorecard. I got my scorecard so. too. So oh, you've got one. I mean, yeah. I, I, oh, you're doing a score. Oh, you're keeping all track. of our, no, no, no. All thought, of our uh, no, no, yeah, you definitely do that. That's awesome. Tracks. Yeah, so. that's cool. Yeah, you that did that last time. Excellent. That was that was excellent. Okay, so, yeah, so, they, we have nine tracks on this. We have nine tracks, right? Which is nice. So let me add another row here. Okay. All right. Let me actually. Well, we'll get to that. We're going to get to. I want to jump ahead. All right. So so round one. Ding ding. Dread Bull, why don't you go uh, go first? Oh, you want me to start? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're talking trashed. We're starting with Born Again, I assume. Born Again. Born Again. In this yeah. corner, Born Again. <clears throat> Didn't like it. Thought it was boring <laughs> and uninspired. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like it. Uh, I mean, there were okay. some pretty good solos in, the, in this track, but uh, I don't know. Tor you know, towards the end of the track, some decent solos, but I don't know. It was just a nothing track. The guitar riff riffs were really generic 
did nothing for me. I just didn't didn't like this song. It just was. It was like a, I've heard this song a million times and other with other bands, and I don't know. I don't know. It's like a Kiss song. Too grown. <laughs> wow. Oh wow. Yeah. Look, there's some good kiss ooh, songs. You ooh, just have... <laughs> yeah. now, it's gotten... now it's personal. <laughs> that was a low blow. Hey, look, there's my friend Pop in the sack. Oh, man. Well, thank why you for why don't you tell Chop how he hopes he gets COVID again? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saving that for track two. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Wow. Okay. Yeah, didn't um, like it. Boo. <laughs> Boo. All, all right. So, the, okay, now how about uh, in, in for the kill? Uh, in for the kill. So, you know, uh, it's it's a better track, I think. It, it's it's it didn't this one didn't inspire me either, but I think <laughs> it is all in all a better track. It's a long Boy, haul. I am not inspired. It's gonna be a perfect fucking live draw to please me, for, Black no. Sabbath. This uh, this, this track at least. I'm just saying it right now. <laughs> This track at least felt like they put some effort into it. Like this actually has some effort put in here. Uh, the main riff has a nice little gallop to it, you know, which I liked. The The overall production is definitely better. Uh, Born Again's production is pretty thin. It sounds like an older, you know, <clears throat> when was this out? Uh, early 80s? 83. 83, yeah. Uh, but that's it, even it, not it, characteristically flat. No, because it, a decade before they're, you know, and they you listen to Paranoid. That album sounds completely different. Yeah, mixing everything, you know. So, so yeah, that that's the overall mix of Born Again. I guess if I say an overall mix is yeah. not is not good. You'd, you'd think yeah. Sabbath could do a better job in the studio. And I think I listened to the remastered version, and it was oh. still. Uh, at wow. least it said it was remastered. <clears throat> yeah. So, I, um, uh, yeah. Spoiler sorry. alert: I have both originals. Wait a minute. Want, here, hold on. Here's my surprise face. Oh. <laughs> and they're both uh, both remastered and uh, i'll get to my yeah I, the, the gripe about the sound production on born again is very well known okay and, uh, well it, it still yes. sounds it, even remastered it still sounds like shit but yes it's an ugly sounding album it really is it's an ugly sounding album uh the guitars especially just something like what the hell yeah, yeah. Something, something's clean. just off very but yeah it's just this yeah, it just doesn't work. Well, I mean, Sabbath has the budget to go in and and, and yeah, you know, of course they could make this get some good killer. production quality out of their yeah, albums. Yeah. So no excuse. Out of their minds on coke. Yeah, at that yeah. time. You, you I would expect that are. and accept it out of a debut album. You know, a lot of bands, sure. their very first album was was kind of like that, thin, poor production. But you get it. They they don't have a budget yet. They're they're just on a shoestring. Whatever you can you can forgive that out of a first album, but. You know they're well into their careers at this point. Yeah. This is what they're, I don't know, eighth, ninth studio album, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I, I, uh, Chop Top, did you want to, did you want to do round two and then I'll, I'll finish up or do you want me to go to the new finish? <laughs> oh, so my verdict in the they end both suck and, yeah, for yeah, round one. Your, it's a perfect yeah, draw for bread. They both suck. So it <laughs> goes for, I go with in for the kill is my official verdict. Ah, okay. All right. In for the nice. kill for you. All Only right. because trash comes out of their corner and it just trips over its own feet. And, so yeah, in for trash the has a default. riff. It's kind of like Neon Knights, that kind of chugging. Yeah, it's got that drive. Yeah, it's the the riff is not as memorable as Neon Knights, though. You know, it doesn't have that kind of. And or is it clean like Neon Knights is sounding? Yeah. Okay, Chop. Uh, 
round one for you. All right, round one for me. Um, I personally, I really love Trashed. Uh, I, I, let me point out on this album, also on Born Again, that <laughs> <laughs> on Born Again, uh, Ian Gillen sings his fucking ass off. I mean, there's some screams and wails on he does on this. They're just you, 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 you harken back to earlier Deep Purple stuff. And that's another one of the criticisms this album had when it came out because people were calling it Deep Sabbath or Black Purple because it has that element of Deep Purplest kind of riffing or music or that rhythm and that style. And of course, you got the, the singer. Uh, Ian Both had, albums yeah. have a Deep Purple singer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Glenn Hughes on Glenn Seventh Star. <laughs> yes. So I was that was that like after like when Glenn Hughes got in there after after Ian Gillen did Ian Gillen like send him another like I was eh, I hit that first you know <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um but yeah I, so I, I really enjoy Trash again <clears throat> on on and on forever about the production of Boarding and it just is not great and having the remastered version myself and it still sounds like what you can even remaster it properly either so yeah. but then in only- for the kill definitely production value is up on that album more and uh again glenn one of my favorite singers and he just he wails on that but i do like that galloping rhythm i do prefer Mm -hmm. i think that i i I just prefer the production i prefer the way that uh song is constructed better than trashed Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i'm going to go for in for the kill as well for my book round one okay i will log that in okay all right um i i i like i think both songs have merit in that trashed is really ugly sounding um but ian gillen's voice is so great in this album i think i think it's just such a phenomenal performance overall uh but in for the kill has it's a really good bouncy rocker i mean it's 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 a good song legitimately good and the production is better um it is definitely less ugly but uh, my sense music sensibilities lean more toward trash. My vote is for trash. I know I've lost this round already because of you two cunts, but I think trash is a, uh, I, I prefer trashed um, because there's just something big about it that, um, and it just goes back to the first time I heard it. I thought, wow, the uh, guitars really sound gr- horrible, but Ian Gillen, I was like, hmm, that's an interesting sound for Sabbath. And I'm tr- already trying to place him at singing songs like Iron Man and Children of the Grave. And I'm like, it just doesn't work. They're just, no. I can't, no. I'd like to have heard Ian Gillen and Glenn Hughes both sing those songs. Like if they're live, maybe somewhere on YouTube, I'll find something where Born Again Live and just listen to Ian Gillen try to nail these songs. You know, I can't hear him singing Sweet Leaf, you know? <laughs> um, so, but but I can hear him doing like neo neon nights and some of those ones that Dio did when he came in. So, but uh, anyway, so my vote uh, round one for me goes to trashed. And that's something that kind of hit me listening to these. I, like I said, I haven't having not followed the sort of the whole career path of Sabbath, <clears throat> you know, and sort of their, uh, their evolution as they go along you know all bands evolve and do different things at times and their sound changes up in styles i went into this expecting sabbath and oftentimes did not get what i consider black sabbath music out of these two albums like it it didn't love like whoa this doesn't sound like black sabbath like i'm expecting doom i'm expecting early sabbath i guess or you know it's like 
heavier, more evil sounding riffs and stuff. And oftentimes this is, we'll get into it more, very bluesy, a lot of bluesy stuff on here. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's like, yeah. okay, this is sounds more like Deep Purple or, uh, you know, right. some other bands, other bands that I, you know, not Sabbath that I was expecting to hear. So mm -hmm. I often was caught off guard by by the style of, of these I could songs. tell you, though, I think we've talked about it before, Montag, though, with Iomi and, and Gillen, though, they work very well together. It's just a good sound. His guitar work and along with Ian's screaming vote, I mean, it's mm -hmm. it's just really good, you know? It just took a lot of people by storm. I, I remember that this album dropped and so did Seven Star and they dropped. Uh, they, they didn't do shit. Mm. But since that time, especially Born Again has created quite a cult following that people are actually searching this out more and more and appreciating for what it is. And like I so, said, if, if only for Ian Gillen's vocal performance alone is just worth the price to have it. So, so as a whole in the in the Sabbath uh, fan community, are these albums kind of like the the stepchildren of the of the era of Sabbath or are these? I'd say more? so. Maybe even so much more seven stars, definitely more appreciation for Born Again over okay. time in the decades. But seven star, I don't think people kind of like the maybe a different change in style. I don't know if they were ready for, you know, Glenn Hughes. I think people probably would appreciate it more. It was just Tony Iommi, seven star, instead of the Black Sabbath. Yeah, that would be a whole different thing. Sure, a side project? Seven, right. Yeah, totally different. Right. Then. It changes the, you know, the whole format of what you're looking at, you know, what you're yeah. preparing yes. to listen to. Yeah, I mean, imagine, yeah. even though they're great albums, imagine if Maiden had put out Virtual 11. No, I'm kidding. Is this the virtual 11? Of <laughs> no, I was just thinking like, you know, Bruce, like when he did Chemical gotcha. Wedding or, yes. you know, imagine that as a Maiden album. It just doesn't fit, but it's perfectly right. good as a or Bruce maybe Dickinson album. More so like a Tattooed Millionaire or but say Balls to Picasso. Yeah. Maybe yeah. put out Balls to Picasso. You know, like, what yeah. the hell? Yeah, yeah I, 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 I like totally Balls get that. Balls, yeah. I, again, I right. No, I do be, too, but it's a Bruce song. It'll it's be a, a confusing thing. Maiden album for sure. <laughs> for right. sure. Right. But I think that was a Warner Brothers since he was under contract yet, you know, under the Sabbath name. And they, I think they insisted on I that. I see. That oh, makes yeah, sense. But we still put featuring your name under it. We still need the Sabbath okay. moniker. So I thought that's what's going to sell. And you're just going to be I on the cover. Not. <laughs> both yeah. tours were disastrous. Uh, um, I think Born okay. Again canceled out. Like They only made like a third of their shows and because of low ticket sales and interest. Uh -huh. Seven hmm. Star had so much. Glenn Hughes was so bad. Badly addicted to cocaine and stuff at that time. Uh, he just he was sloppy on stage. It was a mess. There was a lot of fighting and things like that. So, yeah, both did not fare well at all. But like I said, I think over the decades, Born Again has definitely become uh, more of a fan favorite and more respected than its initial release. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, good to know. See, I'm glad you, we got you for this information. Yeah. So the six savant. Still <laughs> I go knows. on and on and on sometimes. I'm sorry. No, that's totally fine. No, it's good. It, that's that's what I want to hear because uh, you you got the you got more much you know you got the Sabbath knowledge here. Yeah. No, it's all good. I, man. I certainly do not. So I'm a fan. Okay, so uh, here we go with round two. <clears throat> round two. Um, we've got a Stonehenge versus No Stranger to Love. So, uh, Chop Top, would you like to take this one first? Or should we stay yeah. in the same order? I think it's nice to mix really it up. It really doesn't matter. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Stonehenge is another one of those. I call this almost like it. There's other just musical intro things 
that fit well going into the next song on Born Again. This is not one of them. It's kind of like throwaway for me. It's like 45 seconds, really just noise. There's nothing, it, you minutes. know, it doesn't really serve the purpose of going into the next song for me. So I'm going to go with, and I know it's going to be, <coughs> excuse me, uh, probably laughed at or ridiculed or argued about, is No Stranger to Love. I know uh, the video of that is absolutely hilariously. Oh, there's a video? Horrible. Oh, because I imagined yeah, the video when I listened to it. It's it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. It's got like Glenn Hughes with his mullet hairdo walking these streets alone, and there's a fucking black cat in it. And it's, it's here's my fucking story or anything. It's here's ridiculous. what I wrote Ballad, cue wet streets at night. <laughs> that's, that's what i conjured i'm like i've seen too many videos this is a wet street at night video some guys walking hands in his pockets looking down it's, it's, a, it's a nighttime street shot the streets are all wet Living on the street. i know it's like oh my god this is like such shit i i, I you know if this was if i if people could have viewed this as uh uh, it, like I said, it would have been under Tony Iommi name. I think it would have went over a lot better. Yeah. I think it's a finely constructed ballad. It's not for Sabbath. Uh, I think for, uh, and, and you know, and I do like Glenn's vocal work on it and his delivery. And okay. so, uh, so round two yeah. for you so goes no to, uh, to No Stranger to Love. Okay. Um, okay. Dreadful, would you like to go second this time? Uh-huh. Sure. So, yeah. Um, so, other than, so Stonehenge, yeah. Uh, if you're hosting a Halloween party or like you're, you know, you're uh, taking part in a LARPing session of Vampire the Masquerade, this is just two minutes of your life wasted. Like, uh, some, some some spooky sound effects. Uh, you know, it's nothing. There's just nothing. Nothing going on here. And I don't know. Why do they why do they make the intro a separate track from the song that, that it's that it's leading into? I don't it know makes it look like, like there's a, more on the album. Maybe. Yeah. yeah or it's just they like for radio play. It. They Radio probably didn't have enough. Uh, well, they probably didn't have enough tracks written for this album mm-hmm. to fully sort of. Well, we got to throw something in to just call it a track. You know, we have to fill that space. Right. So I think that's what it made happened. me wonder. Yeah. How do you not go into the studio with enough tracks written? Like seriously, how do you not have a full album ready to go? Well, and you're really fucked up on coke and booze and every, you know, everything that was going on at that time. I mean, they were a mess. They were an absolute shambles. And uh, yeah, and that includes going to the seven star time. So. And I only had quite a revolving door of musicians after the original lineup, you know, people in and out um, and different, like Eric Singer plays drums, you know, on Seven Star, does a fantastic job. I was wondering who's playing, because I know he played for Mm -hmm. them. I just didn't know what albums. Yep, that's the one. Okay, Mm -hmm. well. But yeah, yeah, I think that that, that's, you know, I think they probably went in, they're pressured, hey guys, we need more tracks here to make it a, a, a full length. And I think they didn't have the material. And so they probably came up with these. Well, we'll do well, some. It's five minutes music. longer than than the than the other one, the, the solo album. Um, yeah. They they could have taken taken that out. It was only like a minute eighteen or something, minute forty eight, and they easily could have taken it out without losing anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't get it. It's just yeah. there's nothing. It's just a waste of time. It's just a complete waste mm-hmm. of time. Yeah, like the so, like, yeah. Look, like the sore thumb stuff we had talked about. Right. You know, before right. with with some of those things on that are just self indulgent. Um, Maybe now, it's good if you're. Oh, oh, let me let me let me just. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Are you going on to yours? No, go ahead, man. No, I was. Oh yeah. Like, go ahead. I didn't give my verdict yet. But, oh right, so, right. Go ahead. But no stranger yeah. to love, right? So yeah. yeah. Other other than like short of this being like two more minutes of just grunting noises, it's going to beat Stonehenge by default. So yeah, this is where Sabbath kind of tries their best to like write a white snake 
ballad, I think. This really felt like White Snake to me uh, in a lot of ways. It really felt like uh, we, we need to make an 80s power ballad, man, because everybody's doing it. We gotta, we gotta put our power well, ballot. Right, in 1986, man. This is this is the time and the area. Exactly, right. you're, you're dead the center of the 80s. Ballads. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's exactly what it felt like. It felt yeah. like an attempt to write, like we have to write a power ballad. And yeah. when you when you have to write a power ballad, you're, it's not going to come out well. So, yeah, it's not not a great song, but it still it still beats you know mm, okay. a couple minutes of wind noise and spooky <laughs> sounds. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I've already talked about No Stranger to Love. It's the it's a ballad. It's the Wet Streets at Night. I'm glad. So I got to see the video now. <laughs> I have great. to watch the video because that's exactly. That that's great. Um, it's just like watching that Paul Stanley Folgers commercial. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, got to see it The best now. part of waking up <laughs> is Folgers in your car. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> you know. Um. <laughs> And Stonehenge, I just had it was a moody. It, it sounded like it was a haunted house, like exactly. music you would play at a haunted house. And it was Same only thing. because I could not stand "Stranger to Love" because I don't like those ballads. That Stonehenge wins for me. No, yeah, I'm taking Stonehenge, man. Come really? on, man. Yeah, Halloween music. Halloween. Yeah, look, I would much rather listen to Halloween music than "Stranger to Love." Do you not know me? <laughs> If I want right. to hear Stonehenge, I want to hear Tap do it, man. Stonehenge. Yes. Yeah, now that's what was hysterical about it. It's like, yeah. oh my God, no one's going to do this better than fucking Spinal Tap. Right they on, were like man. two years after Tap. Like, come on, man. Tap came out in 84. <laughs> this, 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 come on, dudes. What are you thinking? You know? Yeah. Speaking of Tap, I hate to get uh, sideways, segued here, but I, I actually uh, bought it for $4.99 for my Prime now. Now I got forever. And yeah. I watched like two times yesterday. Yeah. Watched what? Yeah. The Spinal Tap? Spinal Tap. Oh, yeah. This is Spinal Tap. Oh, just laughing again. Brings back so many good, such a funny, funny movie. Yeah. That's good. Uh, that's good when you're sick, to, you know, to help you yeah. recover faster. Yeah. <laughs> and to have some comedy. So it's $4.99. Yeah. I'm like, I got it that's forever awesome. in my prime. So nice. I'm good with that. Love it. All right. Okay. Sorry about that. Going, we're talking about Sabbath. Quite all right. But not Spinal Tap. But in the future, maybe we'll have a show about Tap. That would be That'd be awesome. I'd love. To, I I actually sent out e, uh, interview requests to Michael <laughs> oh, Keane and something? Christopher Guest and oh um, you know Harry Shearer. I haven't heard back. I never will. Yeah. But right. no, it would be awesome to have, interview any of them. That would be fantastic. But I want them to be yeah. in Spinal Tap mode. You know, that's mm -hmm. what's. Oh yeah, awesome. just the full character. Yes, character. yes. We'll interview yeah. them. Yeah, because they do. You know, if you were to watch the Spinal Nigel Tap Tuffle. special edition, uh, mm -hmm. one where it shows them doing, and they were on a Al Franklin show. I don't know if you remember that. It was on Sunday mm -hmm. afternoons yeah. from Chicago. He was a guy steeped in like Broadway and like yeah. you know old school Hollywood. <clears throat> And they were on the show and they were being interviewed as Spinal Tap and he had no idea nice. that they were not real <laughs> or that they were that they were a fake band, you know, made up. And so he was asking them questions about their history and they were all again, just in complete character. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best interview ever, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I, I will begin. Uh, so who did that round go to? Uh, Once Fred? again, this goes from uh, to seven stars. So uh, that goes to no stranger wow, to love. Wow. So they're, they're coming out. Of, you've been wrong twice stars. already. You're wrong. 0 for 2. You're 0 for 2. So good. That's, good luck. Yeah, well, this is what we get for having three. You know, three of us. There has to be a winner. <laughs> I'll and take, a loser. 
Yes. I'll and take so far wrong. you are the loser. Yeah, you're wrong, but it's okay. Please continue. Your opinion is wrong. It can't yeah. happen. That's right. We're going to outvote you at every turn. <laughs> Bastard. Um, okay, I'll start with round three. And um, it's going to be really cool when that sound effect's in there, when you hear me going, Damn, I, I'd imagine. That's going to be pretty awesome. stupid right now. <laughs> I thought you are having a seizure. Or something. pretty lame. Yeah, like, yeah I'm having just, a seizure. You just freeze up. What's yeah. going on over there? I'm planning on having a seizure with my pants later. Casting magic at us? What yeah, exactly. There? All right. So we have round three is disturbing the priest versus turn to stone. Um, disturbing the priest. I mean, I just love the name of the song. The title of the song is just fantastic. I think it's got a really scary opening riff. It's kind of dis- discordant. It's all kind of crazy sounds. Um, I mean, Ian Gillen and the chorus is really powerful. It's just really, really good. Turn the Stone, I think, is the heaviest song on Seventh Star. It's very Judas Priest sounding. And I think this song would have sounded great on born again i could hear ian gillen singing that song just as well uh, yeah. as glenn hughes and i think it's, it was the strongest really really big song on that album so as much as i like disturbing the priest i do like that especially that opening riff it is just so, and that, that cackling laugh that comes in i had to give it to turn to stone because i was feeling a little pity for the album like okay i'm gonna give him something i gotta throw him a bone uh so turn to stone uh, gets gets my vote for round three. All right, wrong again. Holy <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> all right, all right. Bad okay. way. Okay, Dreadbull. Uh, what's your round three? <laughs> okay, so yeah, the disturbing the priest. This this is like this is an awesome song. This is like a Sabbath song to me. This this is what I was expecting when I tuned in. Uh, like a lot of really cool sections, a uh, lot of cool transitions throughout this whole song. It kept me going, kept me interested the whole way through. Uh, and Gillen, yeah, he sings his ass off on this song. It is a fantastic, really fantastic performance on this song. Uh, and again, Turn to Stone, I completely agree. Right off the bat, Judas Priest vibes, like early priests, sin after yeah. sin era. Right. Yep, Judas Priest was very evident in this one and another a great a really good solid like rock and roll track uh that song but um yeah for me this goes to disturbing the priest that's a sabbath song to me it was really yeah dark and what i came to expect out of uh out of out of black sabbath so Mm -hmm. for me this one goes yeah yeah Yeah. i like it uh yeah this one goes to uh disturbing the priest for me my first uh my first right, winner you're... my first winner off born again there you go all right chop top you you, you uh, are the deciding vote oh man and he's in agony I, make, I, I don't know if i can make a deciding one on this one this is i was looking forward to this we can uh, call a draw that's always well, an option it always happens man we did we did our first well off. i, I want to say that i i uh i agree everything you guys said about disturbing the priest and that is really where you get the first taste of gillen like singing his fucking ass off and that is a creepy song. You know, like, mm-hmm. like Montag, you discussed that opening riff and stuff. It's creepy. And uh, it's just, man, so fucking powerful. And it's got that thudding along kind of bass line. And he's almost kind of like just speaking it rhythmically, you know, the vocal part. And then it hits up the chorus and it just blows your, flash you right in the face. But then, yeah, turn to stone. Oh, my God. 
that, that riff is just classic. And you're right, it does sound like a classic uh, a priest kind of riff almost. Uh, but man, it just chugs along. It's a burner and the drum work by Eric Singer on it, I think is- Yeah, it's phenomenal. Singer's yeah. a great drummer. Mm-hmm. So um, with that being said, I have to choose a draw. I can't, I, I love both songs to death. So yeah, Pussy. I was dreading, I was dreading <laughs> that round. <laughs> all right round three is a draw look at that <laughs> a draw look at because chop sorry, chop sorry stop. guys i was i was dreading that one that was because so, <laughs> I, I love them so much you had so, a chance so, so. for montag to be wrong again and you blew it <laughs> you blew you're it. gonna regret that all your days <laughs> you giant you'll rue the day <laughs> that's right i'll never forgive myself for letting Montag think he could be right Montag about something. always, always, always gets it in me. <laughs> Come on. Oh, but yeah, guys, like, wow. I just couldn't make it. Just... Okay. All right. Have a draw. Well, since uh, you ruined that one for me, why don't you start <laughs> round four? Okay. Yeah, good. Here start we go. Round, round four. four is uh, the dark and Sphinx. We is that what's interesting about this is that both tracks round four track four are both musical interludes musical pieces only so uh here's round (laughs) thanks for the quotes round four i'm going to go with uh for me uh sphinx does nothing to carry into the next song for me but the dark is that what yeah that track's Mm -hmm. called the dark Uh, to me that goes seamlessly and, and is a great intro to what comes next the next track and next so my vote goes for born again the dark okay um all right dribble noted yeah so uh right the dark but I'll, I'll give this track some credit this one only wasted 46 seconds of my life so <laughs> i'm grateful for that that's something to, to something, at the end uh, of your yeah. life you're like oh i could have done so much with those 46 I mean, seconds swing sphinx nice got, choice you know. job top on these fucking albums i'll remember that <laughs> yeah. i'll curse him from my tomb <laughs> uh yeah sphinx uh wind noise more wind noise somebody fell asleep on an organ that's art I get, apparently that passes for art so i'm gonna buy the, i'm gonna give this to the dark just because it was shorter didn't waste as much time all right the dark so chop top what did you did you uh go for the dark as well yes i did oh, okay well i guess the dark wins on this one regardless of what i say um yeah i thought the dark was kind of creepy and echoey but it go it left me going is this necessary really i mean this these 46 seconds like really uh why why are you here but then the sphinx the guardian <clears throat> it sounds very soundscapes you know yanni is playing yanni. for black sabbath you know and i'm like waiting for like the pan flute zamfir to show up with a pan flute next it's yanni on the keyboard triumphantly, triumphantly playing yeah and uh, so I thought both of these tracks were equally just awful and should not have any albums. So I have a draw on okay. for both both tracks for me. That they was really a, a losing draw. It was a both mutual. They just gave each other uppercuts in the nads. And were both disqualified for that round for me. They just went out. They both tripped and slammed each other. Slammed yeah, each it was other's just headbutts. Sleep on an organ in a wind machine. Yeah, <laughs> just, just awful. It's it just been yeah. terrible stuff. Yeah, an unnecessary creepy track versus a Yanni soundscape track. Uh-huh. You know, again, yeah. neither of these Both tracks color. should have been out. Yeah. Should not have seen the light of day, no matter what. I don't care what no. album this is. I don't care how fucking coked up you are. You shouldn't be releasing these to your 
public. <laughs> Look at us playing soundscapes. <laughs> Jesus. We're so artsy. Ah, you don't me. understand art. Oh my God. Can you not hear the creepy darkness? I am Tony Iowa. Listen to the Sphinx. Yeah, it to me. Not the sphincter, the sphinx. <laughs> yeah. uh, so there, there, there it be. So the dark winds. All right. So I guess uh, you, Dreadbull, do uh, round five is coming up. Round five, we have Zero the Hero versus Seventh Star, the the titular track of the album. Um, so uh, here we go. Round five begins. There. Go ahead, Dred. So pleased with yourself. It's gonna look awesome, man. When I <laughs> now for just just for your sake, I'm not even gonna put. I'm gonna put a whole completely new sound. <laughs> you know, whale sounds and shit. Yeah, some flatulence in there. That'd be awesome. Come on, man. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> All right. Oh boy. Okay. So... You cough up your old COVID. Yeah, I'm like re re uh, acquiring COVID just from all the coughing. Okay, yeah. So zero the hero. So when the start, song starts off, you know, I'm like, yeah, here's some good like dark doom again, some good Sabbath sluggy sludginess, you know. And I'm getting into it, and then like the first verse kicks in. I'm like, I, I feel like I'm listening to Shout at the Devil all of a sudden, like a B side off Shout at the Devil. It's like it totally. The whole vibe of the song shifts when the ver- when the verse comes in from the from the this dark intro and I, I, it was kind of incongruent like I I don't know so you know got that great riff in the beginning and they just didn't they didn't follow where it was leading them like the so it, it kind of lost me that kind of lost me at that point so uh, yeah uh, seventh star uh, that was just boring it's a boring song. This was a snooze fest for me. I mean, it's a it's got a cool vibe to it, uh, but then they just didn't do anything with it. It's like the same sort of plotting tempo for like five minutes. There's just no creativity to that song. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go with even though it's a Motley Crue cover, I'm gonna go with Zero the Hero, uh, and uh, that's that that gets my vote for round five. Zero the Hero. All right. Do I go first or second now? I don't know. I'm going to go second. I'll let Chop. I think go right finish. I think it's. I think I went. It doesn't matter. I can um, feel uh, Chop Top's <laughs> anger rising yeah. With, yeah. with me. Yeah, he's going to be vomiting mm-hmm. all over he's you. No, 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 no. Hate him. He hates me already. It's, again, it's okay to be wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> if, we've, if we've learned anything from this show, it's that. And from each other, we're <laughs> right. all Yeah, we're all wrong. wrong. <laughs> At any given moment, any of us idiots are going to be right wrong. Yeah. Uh, you get used to it after a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be the same if we thought we were all were right. Yeah, we, we know. Right we on. know better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Zero the hero. I, I'm not crazy about the lyrics, um, but the lyrics match the music. That kind of great rolling sludgy riff. I really like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of got that sludginess. Like, oh, okay, that, that that's kind of cool. Um, it's just. I was trying to like at that plan where zero the hero. It's like okay, it gets dark. It's nihilistic. It's a Sabbathy kind of 
kind mm-hmm. of thing. Seventh Star, I thought, sounded a little bit like Fate's Warning in its construction and its sound, a little bit. Mm. And I would have really loved to hear Dio <clears throat> sing those lyrics. Yeah. Like, I, if I could put his voice oh, on that okay. song, I think it would be a really great sounding song. You know, yeah, um, that's a great point. And and so <clears throat> I, I kind of like both tracks equally uh, a little bit, but my my lean is towards Seventh Star because uh, of that Fate's Warning and, and, and imagining Dio singing it. Mm. Nothing against Glenn Hughes, but I think Dio would have just made it a stellar song. So uh, Seventh Star for me. Wow, wrong again. <laughs> this is uncanny how bad you are. How are we friends with you being wrong all the time? <laughs> Terrible at this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I'm going to go with, I, I'll tell you right now, I, I again, I must because I'm just such a big fan, just biased, and I, I love both albums. I know, I'm in the minority. But uh, I do love that riff, Zero the Hero. Man, I just love that. That reminds me of, uh, I could hear that like on Dehumanizer. They have kind of that same riff on like that. Uh, it's about that voodoo kind of song on Dehumanizer. I forget what it's called. And uh, Ronnie's singing that. And it's kind of rolling with that that rolling riff and stuff. So dig that. Love the vocal performance, uh, of course, by Ian on that. Um, it reminds me a little bit of, of uh, Merciful Fate, uh, 15 Men in a Bottle Run. A little faster, oh, yeah. do, do, do. Yeah, the bass riff, do, 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 right, do, right. Do, 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 do. Yeah, good point. Yeah, um, I do, and, and then I, I, I love, uh, you know, Seven Star. My stuff. I love the riff. I like the way it plods. Great idea, bring that up though, Montag. I, I now that you brought that hearing Ronnie do that. Oh my god. Yeah, I think it'd be an awesome. Transform that, that song that much more. Um, but my vote is going to go with. Uh, I'm not going to do a draw. I can't have them all drawn. Yeah, you better not, uh, you son of a be, bitch. <laughs> Make a choice, be, damn it. Take a stand. It's going to be zero the hero for me. You're correct. <laughs> we, will let, we, we will let you stay around for one more round. I'm okay now? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You've uh, once again made Montag to be the fool here. I've made my amends. Excellent. Yes. I Meanwhile, on heavy metal Finally. horror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god that's great I gotta, we gotta sit down and watch that so oh, yeah. um okay so that was uh what round five that was five yep five so round six uh that that's i think i start round six i was doing everything fire three. away okay uh so we got oh round six is coming up uh we've got uh digital bitch versus danger zone so here's round six uh digital bitch um it's a ridiculous song title uh and, and when he when i when i hear him singing it the the, the chorus is pretty weak um and the lyrics are just not great don't you know she's a digital bitch you know i'm like oh come on she's a rich digital bitch I'm like, oh, really? yeah it's like come on man i'd much rather hear come on and love me the lyrics in that song have way more depth and imagination <laughs> Uh, that's the song we got to make you listen to, Dread. But when we do our Kiss yeah, plug fest, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> off Address the Kill. Come on and love me. Has some of the best lyrics ever. I think Dread's going to be busy for that show. I have a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And well, what, I got this, guys. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. I really want to do the show. But... What I liked about Oh, no. Is... I can't wait for it. I mean, that's the. Oh, it's yeah. be just a roast. Just, every, 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 every track's equally bad. It's all draws. Yeah. Yeah. They all suck. That's nothing sucks for me. Too. No creativity. They suck as musicians. Uh, yeah, I'm going to tap into my inner snark and really, really ramp Finally? it up. Finally? Fine, you're gonna finally bring it. We've been well, waiting I'm start, for you. I'm starting with these two albums. <laughs> it gets worse, believe me. After you've been worse. sick, having COVID changes a man. Yeah. I ain't got time not to be snarky. You know, I did all this at work, so maybe it was fatigue, heat. You know, being at work, oh, so it might have general, have, uh, general lonesome nature of being at work. <laughs> right, it might have changed my outlook a little bit. These fucking trots don't know music. <laughs> God damn it! I broke hey, down Tom. again. Son of a bitch! It's fucking. Why is it so hot here? <laughs> uh, what I like about Digital Bitch is it's got a it's got a deep purple vibe, man. It sounds a lot like Highway Star. Uh, to, you know, it's got it's got it's that's highway star man that's all it is um danger zone uh is very very like a hard hair metal sound um that's the best way i could describe that music it's very weak it's very cliche cliche uh written um lyrics and again it's i hope there's a video to it because it's just sounds like every other heart you know big hair metal song that was out in 1986 it's just not it doesn't stand out for anything so uh only because of the deep purple nature of uh digital bitch um because the course uh is weak um and lyrics aren't great but i'm gonna give the song this round for me goes to digital bitch um because of its deep purple sound okay uh so number two would be uh chop i believe okay um I'm going to agree with everything that Montag said as, uh, as far as the song goes Don't for Digital fool. Bitch. And I, <laughs> and I, I, yeah, that chorus, it's hilarious, you know, too. But uh, it's, here's another example, though, of Gillen just fucking shines vocally on it. Screams his head off on that one, too. Um, so, and then Danger Zone, yeah, I love Danger Zone. I mean, I know it's 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 cliche. It's, it's the sound of the time. We're not talking about the song highway to the danger zone from the top hey no, no. don't don't steal no, my no. Shit. let's not confuse our those are definitely <laughs> kenny loggins kenny loggins because he, he, he could it. have he could have sang you're stealing my joke <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> stealing your thunder yeah you are. well then go ahead i'll stop and let you pick up where i left go ahead uh chop well i was gonna say that uh you know i i I like that song personally. I, I like the chorus, and it, and I know it's cliche written. It's, it's very '80s, hairy kind of hair metal ridden uh, sound to it. But um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Digital Bitch. I think the, uh, the yeah. I, I I agree with Monta. I like the the nod to the real the deep purple sound, the drive on it, and I do think Gillen shines vocally again on this on this song. So that's for me. It goes to Digital Bitch. Okay. Digital bitch. So, Diamond Head, Ted Nugent, and the Sex Pistols have an orgy. A child is conceived. Digital bitch is that child. It's like a. It sounds like all those bands put together. It's so weird. It's got like a. I don't know. It's got some Ted Nugent. It's got this weird punkish sort of vibe to it. Uh, I don't know. And whatever it is, it's not Black Sabbath. This is like some bastard homunculus born of a night of like debauchery and sex, wow, drugs, homunculus. and, and wow, anal lube. So that's that's well, you, that. homunculus and anal lube in the same sentence. That you don't <laughs> often get. 
<laughs> That's why we love the show, man. It just got hotter as the day went on. <laughs> Someone's got a humongous because they had no anal lube. <laughs> so that's digital bitch danger zone yeah. right all those overtimes killing you man yeah imagine my disappointment when i discovered this is not on the new top gun soundtrack right yeah. this is it's a perfect it's a perfect progression you're on the highway to the danger zone now you're there you're now in you're here. the danger zone yeah wasted opportunity so but anyway, this song is danger like, becoming irrelevant. I think that's right. the... <laughs> I mean, this song to me is like the the equivalent of wearing sweatpants to a restaurant. Like you're just kind of aren't you just signaling like you've given up? You just don't care anymore. Like I'm going for comfort. I'm not going to try anymore. I've I've I quit. Yeah, you just and you, you just don't it. care who sees it. You don't care who knows. You're probably yeah. wearing Crocs too while you're there. Crocs and sweatpants. You've just so uh... I've done that. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah and, and, and all and really to solidify my point you can't use the word ain't in a doom metal song they used ain't a lot you know it's there's no place for doom metal for the word ain't and they unless you're gonna write a song about satan taint <laughs> okay right, then i taint. then i will, taint I you will can use but not ain't. then i will accept it <laughs> so anyway yeah anyway Satan. That said, I don't know. I, I'm going to give this to Danger Zone just because you can never let the bastard homunculus win. <laughs> so we're going Danger oh, Zone. So all right. One, wow. I was in the minority there. Yes. I'm, in, I'm impressed with the vocabulary that Dreadbull just, you know. I was, yeah. I was kind of inspired. That, that's I, very I inspiring. So. That was but very homunculus. 80, yes. 80 shows in, or 70 shows in, and he's finally inspired. Jesus. <laughs> It's only been well, a year and a half, Dread Bull. Well, you do something to contribute. God. Yeah, yeah. It's about time. Dear Diary, Dread Bull finally contributed today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, hey, that was uh, round six. Um, yeah, that was that was round six. So we go to round seven. Uh, round seven is Born Again. See, I like both albums, have, have titular songs. Uh, and then Born Again and Heart Like a Wheel. Heart so, Like a Wheel. Yes. Um, I guess it just turns around a lot. Um, or it's a really good tool next to fire. So, okay. Uh, well, Chop Top, you go first here uh, for okay. your, your round here. Um, okay, let's start with Born Again. Um, I really love, uh, it's just drenched in emotion for me that song uh another stellar standout vocal performance by uh ian especially i like the way it builds up to the chorus and then the distortion really kicks in and stuff and uh it's just really it's definitely a different kind of uh a ballad i think they did a little more exploration on this than maybe on uh, uh you know some other tracks in sabbath catalog but i i really like it it's different it's moody atmospheric um and uh yeah i love gillen's performance now in heart like a wheel here's one i think one of glenn's top vocal performances yeah it's it's not even it, it's more of a typical blues song a blues number but i think glenn really shines on that as well um but at the end of the day if i'm going to go to a song more not than other i'm going to born again so that gets my vote <clears throat> all right um 
Dreadbull. So born again, let me uh, let me go ahead and log that in. Okay. Yeah, uh, born again. Awesome song. I, I really love this song. Uh, <clears throat> there were kind of moments where I thought I, I was afraid it was going to turn into like a kind of a cheesy ballad, but it never happened. It stayed dark and brooding and kind of moody, you know, and yeah, Gillen's vocals, again, fantastic on this song. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it kind of reminds, there were moments where I'm like, who does this remind me of his, his performance? And it reminded me of Joe Cocker of all people. Like there was something like about kind of wailing his, quality to it. Yeah. And just like, okay. you could feel him putting everything like his whole body into this, into the performance at times, you know, I'm like, and I'm picturing Joe Cocker singing this in my mind while I'm listening to it. Like, I, I don't know why I'm not like a huge Joe Cocker. Yeah. Like twitching, you know, twitching all around. And, but, uh, but uh, the, I, I get don't know. born again. With but that's friends. meant to be a compliment. So. Right. There we go. Uh, but it is a compliment because this is uh, it's really got a lot of emotional weight and emotional impact yeah. uh, to it. So fantastic song. Uh, Heart Like a Wheel. Yeah, a good blues song. Is it a good Sabbath song? Eh, I don't know. It's not the kind of Sabbath that I like, but it's a good quality blues song. Great mm-hmm. vocals uh, as well. But um, man, it, it, hard to beat Born Again. You know, if, yeah. if it would have went up against most other tracks, maybe. But uh, yeah, Born Again really grabbed me. That that was one of the few songs that really like moved me on 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 that whole album. So I think for me, that's an easy win for uh, mm-hmm. Born Again. Okay. All right. Um, I I like what you guys have said about both tracks uh, to to a degree here. I, Born Again, I think, feels sad and lonely and isolated. Mm-hmm. That's what the, the emotional feel that I like about it. There's this bluesy verse, so the great chorus. Um, you know, Gillen's amazing on it. Um, a heart like a wheel <clears throat> has that big blues sound. <clears throat> and this is where, where Hughes and Iomi really get the show off. Uh, what, what, I mean, they both, he goes, Hughes shows his vocal range here too. This is no, he's no slouch, <clears throat> but what sells me on heart like a wheel is the extended solo. We get Tony Iommi finally is just unleashing all this amazing solo. It's just an extended like virtuoso exhibit on how why he's still a good guitarist even though it's not a metal song i mean we gotta say i mean we said from the beginning neither of these albums sound like black sabbath they just really don't they have moments where it could be black sabbath but neither album should have had the black sabbath logo on it or you know name on it it's just they're just not black sabbath albums um so for for this this song my my vote <clears throat> goes to heart like a wheel because of that where that you know Iomi is just showing off and and it's just a great song although i like both tracks but mm-hmm. i'm going to give it to heart like a wheel because of the the great solo and i agree with you monte that's a great point i forgot all about that extended solo is fantastic by so uh mm-hmm. yeah it was that's good stuff yeah so um all yeah, right it's weird i mean with the overall like some you know like overall there's a lot of uninspiring stuff in these albums but then you have these moments where like holy shit you know they really like why didn't they put this kind of effort into the rest of this album it it feels like some of this stuff is just low effort i don't know to me i know you're a fan of these things chop so you know i'm probably uh stepping all over you know you might you might have you know and hear them a few more times and you might be picking out different things and that could be that could very well be I remember I first, uh, a friend of mine in high school, uh, hey man, do you hear this new Sabbath out? You know, it was, uh, what was it new? It was like three years after, it was 86. And 
you know, born again. He brought on cassette. And I was like, you know, I, I loved it from that point. But still, it wasn't what I remembered previously was Ronnie and the other classic stuff. So it was mm -hmm. definitely a, a different change, a different path. But still being a Purple fan as well, I could appreciate it more. And Ian's vocals really caught me at that moment. So I agree with you. You know, yeah, they, they should need, neither should have had the moniker under them, uh, Black Sabbath. But uh, it, and I think that's where the mistake is. I think if they were marketed differently and uh, maybe a project just between Naomi and Gillen and not under the Black Sabbath, that could have translated better sales, maybe a successful small tour. And then also with, you know, Seven Star, I look at if they just kept a Tony Iommi, Seven Star. And he's got this band together mm -hmm. for that. You know, yeah. maybe the results would have been different. But I agree you said with expectations Montague. when you have a band name on it. There's an yes. expectation that comes with a well, right. well established and a legendary band like Sabbath. I mean, it's like Maiden. After Bruce left, there's still an expectation. You know, mm -hmm. when it says Iron Maiden, when it says Black Sabbath, that what you know you're going to get something of some a certain yeah. quality or a certain style. Even right. Judas Priest, when they made that messed up with Nostradamus which was yeah. atrocious, it was. you know, and then everybody was just like, oh, but then they come back and redeem their souls and they come back even bigger with firepower. So yeah, they redeem themselves, you know, no pun intended with stuff, but every band has a misstep occasionally. <clears throat> you can't have, you have to be a sure. creative entity and sure. not everything you're going to do is going to be stellar. <laughs> I think, you know, as humans, uh, you know, some bands have the luxury of just taking more time off the cream, you know, between creative projects, but then when the record label starts yelling at you and you got to put out something, exactly. it's not going to be a hundred percent inspired. You know, it's just right. sometimes yeah. you're just going to put an album out to put an album out and it's going to be passable, you know, an yeah. album with maybe three tracks that you'll play live, you know, ever. I mean, Van yeah. Halen's album, they weren't all, all great, you know. True. Had no, this, I, I finally went through the Sammy Hagar stuff and like, oh, okay. it's a completely different. I mean, I'd heard Sound. just the songs, the, the big hits, but yeah. like, oh, okay. And it's just completely different. It's not Van Halen to me. Uh, it's, it's, it's its own entity and it could be entertaining yep. and there's some good moments. Yeah. It's, just, it's just such a de, de, clear demarcation of band sound. The whole yeah. sound of the band changed. So I know I, I totally get that. So. Yeah, as fans, we kind of, we, we get the end product. So that's what we have to go by. But yeah, like you mentioned, you know, when you consider label pressure, pressure to write certain kinds of songs, you know, or get a, get an album out on a certain date, you know, we, we don't, we have no idea what kind of in, internal pressures are, are put up against these guys, you know, to put something mm -hmm. out quickly, put something out of a yeah. certain quality. Yeah. Hey, here's the hot thing going right now. Write a white snake ballad, you know, right. right. got to get a ballad in there, write a yeah. ballad. Well, well from if you're what not we... in the damn mood to write a ballad, what, what's going to happen? You know, what are you going to yeah. do? Fall asleep on the wind machine and the key. <laughs> make the, make a track, make a track out of 14 it. Tracks of Stonehenge. Life, I'll never fucking have that. 14 <laughs> tracks called Stonehenge. That's yeah. the album. So, right. Well, we, if we had to go with our meeting with Bruce, when he talked about why he left Maiden, he said some people in the band wanted to do more of a classic rock sound. So right. we can, I mean, we can kind of say, well, this is why we have songs like Weekend Warrior. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Then, then the, within the band itself, you know, right. people want so, to go different directions. Right. Conflicts within the band and, and style changes. A lot of variables. And that's why know. it's nice to have solo projects. You get that shit out of your system. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah, go do your British Lion. That's great. Mm -hmm. Go do that stuff, but don't bring it to Maiden. Right. You know? No, so, absolutely. And, uh, Bruce is uh, right now finishing up his next solo album again with Roy Z again. So be on the lookout. Are they back guy. in the studio? Last I'd heard, oh, he was got, like, they got already, we... recorded my, already recorded my understanding. Oh, really? 
Yep. Yeah, last I'd heard, he was like, yeah, they want to get back in, like it's all written, but they just have to find time to get everybody in, but you're saying they've recorded it. I want to say it might already be okay. recorded. Maybe, well, maybe hmm. what I heard was a little bit older. Oh, man, dude. But, uh, I love yeah, his so stuff. Those last three, I think yeah. we can all agree by Bruce, were just fantastic. Yes. Well, they're already booking like Tyranny of Souls was fall. They got fall, better and better, I think. Yeah, all the all yeah. albums, I think, are really good. I, mm-hmm. I, uh, I like something off of ever all of them. I mean, I think mm-hmm. Skunk Works is my favorite, just as a whole experience. That's a different. That's kind of a, almost its own little thing. Skunk yeah, because yeah, the concept different than anything he else. The concept. Mm-hmm. Um, alternative. But, it was like then, the alternative metal album for Bruce. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And then, but Accident of Birth just rips it. Uh, so oh so, my god! Yeah, Adrian back in the pool. You we gotta do leave. a Bruce show. We gotta do a fucking sure. Bruce show. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Dude, chemical right, Wedding, well, Tyranny of Souls, great. We'll, we'll put it on the. Uh, We'll put okay. it on the list. All we'll right. do a slugfest, right. a Bruce slugfest. Yeah. Oh, man. How, that could do that? Well, how about X-Men, Bruce against X-Men a Maiden Burn. album? Oh, that how about well. like a, a solo Bruce album against a Blaze Bailey Maiden album? Oh, come on, we already know oh, who's going to win. Come on, man. Okay. That's just like beating up on children or something. That's not <laughs> yeah. nice. That's how that you got your renown. You're wailing on the elderly. Yeah, you were a What about like Accident of Birth versus Chemical Wedding or? Something yeah, like maybe, that. or you maybe I think accident idea? of birth would match up well with tyranny of souls. I agree. Yeah, you know, yeah I, there's, there's those, a lot those... we can do here. We get we will we'll definitely do that. Don't worry, kids. We're going to keep on coming to you with our great entertainment. That's why you're here, paying us all the big bucks. And speaking of, we should set up a. Who's out there willing to pay us five bucks for Patreon? No more editing. You hear everything. Oh, <laughs> that that's we're willing to sell our souls for five bucks. Not only that, um, you will get bonus oh content goodness. that you can't see regularly. That's right, because I cut point. all this shit out. You know, we yeah. barely got a hundred subscribers, and you're wanting Patreon money. Shut the hell <laughs> up. What's wrong with you? We got 114. So our subscriber numbers just went down. Thanks. Yeah, and what are you doing to help with our subscriber numbers? Dreadful. I recruited. I recruited what some last weekend, guys in Toledo. I was talking to some metalheads. I said, what do you got going? I go, yeah, the show. Oh, we're talking about constant. Go, yeah, we'll definitely check out. We'll subscribe. Well, we got One new phones. Yeah. I don't talk to people. So exchange, I don't that stuff. Said, what is that channel? He goes, you got another subscriber. I'm like, cool. So I Excellent. Yeah. Well, I got one last week. We have almost a thousand followers on Instagram. A lot of, a lot of podcasts, a lot of horror stuff. So yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, so we're at track eight um, now. What, what was the tally on that one, uh, Dreadbull? That was uh, the, seven, uh, track seven. Went to uh, went Born to, Again or Heart went, Like a Wheel? No, Heart Like a Wheel. You and, uh, you and, um, no, wait a minute. Me, no. Yeah, me and you. No, I voted. Chop liked, yeah. uh, Chop liked Born Again. Yep. You, okay. you, you, you and I again. liked Heart Like no, a Wheel. So, like or no, I'm sorry. Am I looking at this right? Yeah. You, come on. Can't you keep track of the freaking rounds? Uh, I think I missed it. Messed it up. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, round seven. I voted for heart like a wheel. Yes. Mon <laughs> chop top voted for born again. Yes. Right. What did you, what did you vote for? I voted for heart like a wheel. So that goes. To okay. So up oh, through wow. seven rounds, what's the tally so far? Who, how many rounds for born again? How many rounds for seven star? We are tied. Three each. Really? With one draw. We, we had the draw. Ooh. With one draw. Well, we got two rounds to two go. rounds to go. So uh, <laughs> round eight, we have Hotline and Angry Heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, two more songs that sound like they shouldn't be on Black Sabbath. Shouldn't albums. be Black Sabbath songs. <laughs> right. So uh, here comes round eight. 
and we are going to start with uh, who, who went who went that one? Uh, I think maybe you started that one. Did you I, do that last? No, time? I think I, that was Chop. Dread. Okay. I started that last one. Okay, Dread. You no, start no, first. Dread started. Excuse oh, so the Chop, started. you go. Okay. Um, Hotline versus Angry Heart. Yeah, Hotline is uh, a, the definitive Deep Purple song on Born Again. <laughs> I mean, that's clearly purple. Uh, another whaler, though, uh, Ian Gillen showing off his amazing range, and uh, just his his voice has just proved why he's one of the best ever. Um, I do like the deep purplish kind of sound in the mix with the, the Sabbath blends. That's just me. But then I go to Angry Heart, and I listen to that, and to me, that was a song that just kind of it kind of bled into the next song, you know, on there for the last song, and I thought it was kind of too short, and when I get moved, you know, it's, I guess, just by the power and Ian Gillen's, you know, just fucking going crazy on Hotline, especially during the choruses and stuff and near the end. And I, I do like the, the way the Deep Purple sound uh, blends in with, uh, you know, the Sabbath feel for that. So based on that alone, uh, I'm going with Hotline. All right. Hotline. Do you know which box that Mark here, Dreadpool? Hotline, can you read that? Oh, one mistake. Hotline. That yeah. is that mark that box right there. Okay. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, okay. Hotline. I think Sorry. Hotline. Uh, it sounds a lot like Montrose, like One Way to Rock, Ooh. which is a great song. But I think the same chorus, same riff. It's like oh no 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 no. It's like oh that's that's only one way to rock. Um, mm-hmm. So I that, I heard that, but it's Deep Purple playing Montrose. Okay, that's that's <laughs> we're gonna put that. Um, Angry Heart had a, you know the big '80s hard rock sound. It almost reminded me of a little bit like Aaliyah, which I like that song <laughs> Aaliyah, but also reminded me a little bit of Lick It Up, and I'm not talking about it in a good way. You know? Oh boy, that's a kiss song. For oh, you're Dreadful. right. It does. No, I'm familiar with that song. Yeah, I've heard it. I've heard it's it got that, they got I mean, that. At least chugging. the first 30 seconds. It's, I think it's that chugging because both songs have yeah. that Aliyah and Lick It Up have that kind of chugging sound, but not in a great way. It's just a standard eight big, you know, big 80s hard rock song. Um, <clears throat> and I like some of Montrose stuff, and I really like the song One Way to Rock. Uh, so that's the only reason why I'm going to go with Heartline, a hotline, is because it sounds so much like one way to rock <laughs> there's only one song hotline um so okay. there's there's my pick well we already know hotline has won this round uh for me yeah uh you know uh danger zone used the word ain't this one used baby and even an ooh baby was in there like for which song angry heart hotline oh hotline okay hotline. Oh. yeah yeah, there was like an ooh baby in there, I'm pretty sure. And a baby, like, oh. come on, guys. You can't say ooh baby. Boy, this he is really fucking hates Black both. Sabbath. He really, he really hates both fucking albums, though. <laughs> he has not yeah, made that apparent since the beginning. <laughs> yeah. but there are moments, man, that, that I loved. That's the problem. I, I, yeah. They can do it. it. They can, but they like just, they, yep. you know. <clears throat> uh, uh, yeah, Angry Heart. This is just three minutes of filler. And yeah, you talked about the chugging. That's that's what I wrote down. Here's the song. Dun 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 dun. Boom pa. Boom pa. Boom pa. That's it. You know, the, like, your drumming's <laughs> gotten a lot better. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I was inspired by Black Sabbath. Uh, <laughs> Quote unquote Black Sabbath, right? Yeah. So it, it's just nothing. It's just a nothing song. There's no effort it's, into it. I feel like it's Bacino. You know, it's Black Sabbath in name only. Yeah, right. so I'm gonna. I don't know. That said, I'll still give it to Angry Heart because it didn't say. Bad. What? 
Oh man, didn't say yeah. ooh, baby. <laughs> okay, okay, but it's well, still hotline still wins because you guys voted for it. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all right. Well, yeah, we made the right call. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, I, I, I get it, man. I, I understand. Um, so the titular final round. This yes, is, uh, yes. No, nine. Oh, we're we're going right down to. We the could wire be looking here. at a full draw of this. A full. We, yeah, we, we're edging slightly towards uh, born again. So here's uh, round yep. nine, yep. which you got to keep it warm, and in memory. So round nine. Um, okay, <clears throat> keep it warm. I, I, it's a real sludgy kind of uh song. I, I like the title, it's almost like I don't know, we do a necrophilia here, that's how I want them. Um, but I love the chorus, the chorus kind of gets this brighter and it suddenly certain turns into the song where it's unexpected. Um, but it, it, I, I like the chorus, it's, it's it's a very fun chorus. In Memory is a really bad ballad to me, uh, it's mm. got a weak ending to a to a an otherwise not great album and here's the visual i get not dark streets at night <clears throat> cue the smoky set with lots of marble columns you're know? <laughs> <laughs> talking all and oats video <laughs> it's all white yeah, and it. smoke yeah, yeah. i know like white floors a white grand piano Maybe some billowing silk white curtains you yeah know, like curtains billowing, get the get the get gauzy curtains you know all that gauzy <laughs> faded like light diffused through all the smoke that's in memory i'm like jesus christ 1986 the worst of 1986 in a song uh so because of the chorus is so good on keep it warm i'm gonna go with keep it warm keep it warm oh man okay yeah Who's, who's next? Um, uh, you're probably next. Go ahead. Maybe. Okay, keep it warm. I, so I'm like I said, I'm listening to this at work. I'm trying to catch the lyrics. And is this about a vagina? Is she keeping her vagina warm? Is that what this whole song's about? Is it a guy no. that's gone and he wants his woman to keep her vagina warm till he gets home? Did I misread these lyrics entirely? Uh, I didn't read the lyrics. What, what's what, it about? What, are, what are they? Just read the lyrics. I don't know. I don't have them in oh, front of oh. me. I'm just. <laughs> yeah. This is just what I'm getting. <laughs> maybe he means the bed. The or maybe he's meaning like, like here. she's Come got on. a she's got a meatloaf in the oven, and he's like, "I'm gonna be home five minutes. Like, keep, <laughs> keep it warm. The, keep the meatloaf warm. Keep it warm from a touch of roll. Two out of three. A bed. I thought for sure he was singing about a vagina, about her vagina. I mean, where else did the baby come from? Her yeah. <laughs> I mean, should I Google She's this? A digital bitch. Yeah, go Google some lyrics, okay, man. Okay, what? No, I'm just going to ask. You know, I've owned the fucking album for Christ a long enough time, and I still don't know what the fuck Ian's saying about it. But because they got the lyrics reprinted in the booklet, but they're wrote in such a way it's like fingernail scratched. It's really odd, and it's just, you can't fucking read them. So yeah, well, I have no thank, idea what Thank God for people about. online who wrote Sweet woman, are you feeling right? What was it that you did last night? You made me crazy. You made me fly. I can't forget the hungry look in your eye. Okay, wait. Let me get to the keep it warm here. Let's see if we can get some context. I mean, this is really bad, sad, bad stuff. Holy cow! Oh, the lyrics God. are pretty horrible. They they are. I can't hear either of these guys singing a song like "Sweet Leaf." Ooh, I'm what's sorry. the matter with matter with me? I'm just a runner. I was born free. Yeah. What is this? Keep it warm rat the place by your side oh okay 
I didn't know if warm rat was a vagina. Oh, talk about euphemism. the bed. Keep the bed warm. <laughs> Keep the bed warm. Okay. Yeah. Like, you might you know, I, kinda, I don't want a warm bed. I wanna... warm too, Nobody's so, going to take away like a, our I've, magical I've... ride. Keep it warm for when we talk on the phone. See, oh, that's what I'm keep thinking. Keep it warm. Oh, oh I, yeah. I, I like well, a cool pretty... cold bed. I want to get into a cold bed, not a warm bed. That feels gross. Yeah. Yeah. Your man is coming home. Question. Yeah, see, I don't know. Those are awful. Those are awful. This, you yeah. want to look up the memory, the lyrics for "In Memory." This sounds vaguely vaginal. Um, <laughs> Vag- no, I really don't. Vaguely okay, vaginal. vaguely vaginal. New band name, I call it. Um, <laughs> that's that's fantastic. Vaguely wow. vaginal. <laughs> so I might I might just call the episode that vaguely vaginal. Slugfest <laughs> two, vaguely vaginal. <laughs> uh, so I couldn't get past that. I'm just listening to the whole song, trying to think. He's is there another episode eight? Dreadbull hates both these fucking albums. <laughs> so, in memory, uh, you know, come on, Elvis has left the building. Nobody wins this round. There's no winners. Oh, it's a draw. There are no winners. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a draw it's for a, me. It's, it's, it's a round nine disqualification. It's like the end of. <laughs> oh my god! It's like the end of Rocky, except when they knock each other out, they actually just knock themselves. They out. just don't get back up. They they, they both, both swing at this and punch themselves. Yeah, we're done. Place. Yeah, we, we've given us our best effort. Uh, it shouldn't be listened to. Why are we here? So there you go, Chop. It's all this is fitting, I think, since you brought us these albums. Yeah, it's your fault. God damn it. <laughs> the winner is in your hands. What's it going to be? Uh, well, just let me say, I'll preface this because I told you guys, it's the only two Sabbath albums, though, that were one and done. You know, one singer on one, one singer on the next, and that was it. So I thought that was an interesting thing to bring to the table. So out with that out of the way, because nobody's listening anyways. Um, <laughs> that the, the one thing we have 114 people who love us. I, I mean, I Plus, we have a lot more people who wa- listen, but who I, don't subscribe. I'm talking right Why there. Why they don't subscribe? I don't know. I'm talking here. Hey, Keep it warm, Chop Top. We, we will decide, we will decide if we'll forgive you someday, Chop Top. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, I'm going to go along with Montag on this. Uh, I do like Keep It Warm. I think it was more experimental, probably the most experimental thing on Born Again Album. It was different. And I like the, I, I do enjoy the chorus as well also. So In Memory is forgettable. It's very short. It's needless. Another filler. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my vote goes to Keep It Warm. All right. We have a winner. It was neck and neck. We, it was. Uh, right down to the last couple of bad songs. Yeah. And the the winner is... of the two weakest black sabbath albums now we haven't even gotten to the tony martin era so you know um i like quite a lot about that i know you like tony martin i know you like those albums mm-hmm. uh but you yeah, like everything not... yeah i mean it's... well I, I have quite a bit of stuff so yeah <laughs> he's back to reclaiming <laughs> the savant hey, you're you're an appreciator of since music, vic won't be so... with us anymore um I get my title back yeah, so our 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 the 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 ding ding the match goes to born again. Yes, um, by by that much, um, it won out. I think it was just uh, points. Uh, a, a lot of these yeah, tracks so. could have been draws. I think I had I, mm-hmm. yeah. I limited my draw to just one. Like okay, I, I, gotta, I know I could at least I gotta make a choice. So yeah. it actually ended up being five rounds to three with one draw round. Yeah, because hotline and keep so. it warm. Clear it clear winner from born again and yeah i think a worthy worthy champ there of the two 
yeah, it's uh, kind of a slap yeah, fight. I, I, I think with a much better, a much better um, remastering and proper production on Boring, it's just going to sound so much better. I think everything's going to, you know, it doesn't forgive a lot of the filler, just like on Seven Star. But it has become, like I told you guys, uh, people are seeking out this album more and it's more and more hard to find now because wow. uh, appreciate the material more on it than as opposed to in 83 when it was the strict camps that, you know, you had, hey, no, man, Ian is, that's the person. You can't blame him. You're coming in for mob rules. Come on. Right. You know? I mean, yeah, coming in for two D.O. rippers. You can't blame them for being upset. Like, right. you know, I get it, man. Yeah. <clears throat> so, okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I think outside of a few recognizable moments, neither album sounds like Black Sabbath. I mean, they both have good songs. Uh, I think uh, Ian Gillen and Glenn Hughes are great singers. Um, but do they fit the Sabbath sound? Do they belong under Black Sabbath? Now, I know Tony Iommi's album is really a solo album, so there's some leeway there. But it was still branded and put out as Black Sabbath, so we had to treat it as Black Sabbath. Um, I think Gillen sounds amazing. The, the guitar sounds are ugly and on, um, you know, just kind of summing up my points on uh, Born Again. And I think the drums, another weak part, see, I'm going to bring it the drums because, you know, you love this. The drums are very synthetic sounding on Seventh Star. It's like this album is trapped in 1986 sensibilities forever. It's just not going to ever become timeless or classic. You're never going to hear anything that's going to be remotely sounding like war pigs that's going to transcend time for a million years, you know? And uh, so that's what, you know, these albums are just, I'm not going to go back and listen to them probably. Um, Seven, Born Again more than Seventh Star, but it's not an album I go to a lot. But I do like Ian Gillen, so I, I come back to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's so not. I'm just, uh, sorry. Oh, I'm just, I was just like, t- ah, never go back to <laughs> I was just tallying up our each of our individual uh, scores. So yeah, uh, yeah. Montag, you gave this. Yeah, it was a five to five, five to, to three, three with a split for Born Again. Yeah, uh, Chop was a clear a six to two with a split for Born Again. <clears throat> I ended up with a four to five with a with a split. So I actually favored Seven, seven Star. Interesting. Well, it'd be by four one, to four with a split. Track. Only nine tracks. You can't have four to five and a split. Oh, did I miss one, two? Can't three. you count? Oh, three. dreadful. Sorry. Three. <laughs> three to five with a split. <laughs> three to five with a split. Okay. okay. So I, yeah. I need to make my chart a little clearer to look at. I, guess. I, I, I need to work on my chart. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's a little hard to work to on read. your counting. The readability is a little needs work. You know, uh, this is really fun for like, we talked about, you know, future slugfests and stuff. I think it would really be cool to pit a, uh, uh, you know, like a couple of Dio albums against each other. Last of Mine. Sure. Or this has, or this format has like a, a lot of potential. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, we could do so many different things with it, right? And I, mm-hmm. yeah. And this yeah. is just, I, I, I always want to get this out of the way to get other people's perspectives on these two because you hear so much, and, and I have my own biases towards them. I enjoy both albums. Do I go to them all the time? No. But to me, they're, they're important for me. So, and I love both singers, so um, I just want to get your guys' perspectives as well. So it's really a lot of fun. I think the singers were the strong, strongest mm-hmm. point of both Agreed. albums. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. by far. You know, it's hard to find any fault with the uh, with the singing on e- either one of these guys. Yeah. yeah, we just agree. It just should never be put under the Black Sabbath moniker. So no, right. no, not at all. Um, yeah, it, 
it's not not at all both of them could have been solo albums and and by tony iomi and it would have been a much better well well received perhaps mm-hmm. maybe not i don't know but uh yeah but you know hey that's that's all stuff you find out after the fact and that's this is what slugfest is all about and that's why i love this mm-hmm. format you know putting yeah. two records and going track by track because uh you know you never know how it's going to be uh be received but yeah i i love this format i, I can't wait to do it's more. A, it's a lot of fun Mm-hmm. it's a good format for some really fun uh discussions on mm-hmm. different albums and stuff yeah, there's so many good laughs on it too so. oh yeah that's good stuff yeah. oh well i guess we should do our commercial and get the hell out of here yeah All i'm right. going to bed yeah hey you can find <laughs> heavy metal horror on unsaneradio.com listen to full episodes or download to your device you can find us on facebook heavy metal horror podcast on instagram look for montag lewis one word our youtube page heavy metal horror podcast don't forget to hit the like and subscribe buttons and we're on roku's hotel metal jam and if you know someone who would like our show tell them about us this has been montag master of illusion chop top Oh, Dreadball. You caught me off guard. <laughs> Did you forget who you were? No, he usually says something else. Oh, yeah. He's the old. I was waiting for a pithy little line there. A little tagline. You know, you shouldn't expect stuff like that from Chop Top. He blows <laughs> his wad in the front yeah. of the opening. As soon as you expect something, he disappoints you. <laughs> oh, Chop. <laughs> yeah. And you've been watching and listening to Heavy, Heavy. Metal. Slugfest! <laughs> this is Doug Helbring, and you have been listening to Heavy Metal Horror, the best podcast that you've never heard before. <laughs>